Heinemann Podcast is a production of Heinemann Publishing. Heinemann is a provider of resources written by real teachers for real classrooms. Heinemann values teachers as decision makers and students as curious learners. Discover the path to lifelong professional learning at Heinemann.com. Heinemann is dedicated to teachers. I'm Brett from Heinemann, and today on the Heinemann Podcast, we're packing our bags and headed for summer camp. Teaching writing can feel intimidating, but New York Times bestselling author Jennifer Saravallo says that the best way to be a strong writing teacher is to be a strong writer. And to be a strong writer, well, you have to write. Jen is the author of the Writing Strategies book, Your Everything Guide to Developing Skilled Writers. This summer, Jen will be hosting a free, interactive, five-week-long online writing summer camp for teachers built around the strategies in her book. Each week, she will focus on a different genre of writing to give participants practice across a wide range of writing styles. But before we get to all of the details, I wanted to talk with Jen about something all writers struggle with, the anxiety around writing. So Jen, let's start with this. Why do so many people have anxiety around writing? Why do they consider it so hard? Mm, That's a good question. I'm sure there's a lot of different reasons why. I think one of the things is when you're when you're reading, you're consuming text that someone else has written, right? And your interpretations and your comprehension are all in your mind and are kind of kept private unless you choose to talk about them. When you're writing, you're sort of bearing your soul on the page and you're showing what your thinking is, you're showing how you write. And if at any point in somebody's past, someone led them to believe they're not good at writing, then it becomes a really vulnerable thing. So I think that there are people who feel like it's hard. And, you know, it is, I'll I'll tell you, I have written a lot in my life, (laughs) a lot of books, a lot of pages. Heinemann can attest to that. But every day I sit down to write, it takes work. It takes concentration. I love having written, but sometimes the act of writing and sitting down and, and doing it, it takes a certain kind of certain kind of muscle. When you say that, it sounds a little scary, but at the same time, it's really important for us as teachers to experience the writing before we teach it. Why is that so important? Well, I think kids are really good at detecting when you're full of it. (laughs) So, (laughs) (laughs) So if you're up there telling your kids that this is something that writers do, and then you never actually show your own writing to show them how you did it, they're going to know. But I also think that really being able to empathize with students and understanding what it takes to concentrate and stay focused and have stamina when we write, what it takes to come up with your own idea, what it takes to go back and do the hard work of revision, which sometimes means cutting out sentences Mm -hmm. that you've loved and you don't want to change. It's so crucial that you have that experience because then when you lean on that to create strategies, to be able to understand where kids are going to hit obstacles and how you can help them out of those obstacles. And then, you know, at the very least, you have a demo text ready that you can use, uh, you know, when you're modeling writing for kids. So I think all of those are are really important reasons. You have an important strategy in the book. How do we silence the, quote, it's no good voice? I think a lot of writers have a it's no good voice in their, somewhere in their whispering in their ear. You know, you put something down on the page and you're like, ah, that's not it. Or that's not the word I was looking for. Or no one's going to want to read this. Mm. I think it's so natural that doubt creeps in 
and really having the practice to work through those doubts and keep trying through it is so important. And so one of the ways you know that voice is there is because you've experienced it. And then when you can talk to your kids about that, you know, you get the kid who's the chronic eraser, who's erasing every word she writes down because she thinks it's not right, or the kid who's just stuck because he can't spell something and he's frustrated about that, or the, the student who can't settle on a topic because she's worried that nobody cares what she has to say. It's so important that as teachers, we try this out and we experience it and we figure out what it is that quiets that voice mm-hmm. and what it is that we can do to get past it. You mentioned a minute ago the importance of building that muscle through the writing and even just a few minutes a day makes a huge difference. So how can we build that writing muscle? What's the best way to do that? It's to write. <laughs> you got to do it. Yeah, it sounds too obvious, right? But like my, da- my daughter is, for the first time ever on a sports team, I signed her up for a swim team. She's very unhappy with me. Uh, but her first practice did not go well. She came home in tears. She can actually swim. She's a decent swimmer, but she has no experience with with swimming laps Mm -hmm. and the coach just kind of made her go back and forth and back across the pool and she's like a very dutiful kid does whatever she's told and she was like crying or she's so exhausted and I had this conversation with her about how you just have to work up to longer distances and you have to listen to your body and you got to try and work on it and I think there's so many analogies like that in life whether it's you know running or swimming or in this case writing you need to put yourself in the position to sit in the chair to do the work and then over time, it becomes easier to mm-hmm. do it. The words flow better. Um, and there's a lot of writers who talk about the importance of a daily practice or a regular practice of writing. I personally like carving out whole days for writing. It takes me a little while to get into things and I get going. But there are many people who get up every day, 5.30, set their alarm, they get up, they write for half hour. In fact, I think I was just listening to a podcast where Kelly Gallagher was talking about that, right? Yes, yes. Am I remembering yes, that correctly? Yes, you are. Yes. He does a, yeah, he does a daily writing practice. And then, you know, some days the words just don't flow. Other days they do. But the act of doing it regularly, whatever regularly means to you, can be really powerful. Well, one way we're inviting folks to do this regularly is through a special summer camp that you have created for the Facebook group for Reading and Writing Strategies members. Tell us about the camp. Tell us how it's going to work. This is very exciting. First of all, I'm just super excited that we're calling it a camp because (laughs) I I was like terrible at kickball. Like often, like often a corner making a lanyard and like that was about it. So I'm like super excited to be leading a camp. I'm I'm the least likely person to be a camp counselor. So here I am. This is like a nerdy version of of summer camp. So what we're going to do is this. I'm going to offer you an invitation every day to do some writing. The invitation is going to be a strategy. And I'm going to get on Facebook um, in our Reading and Writing Strategies Facebook group. I'm going to get on Facebook and I'm going to offer a five-minute mini lesson on a strategy. My goal is to take you through an entire writing process every week. So Monday will be about collecting ideas. Tuesday will be about choosing and starting to nurture those ideas. You know, Wednesday might be about drafting and then revision and editing and celebrating. So across the week, we're going to go through the whole writing process. I want this to be kind of low pressure and comfortable for everybody. So I'm going to suggest that you commit to 10 minutes a day. That's Mm -hmm. it. 
So five minutes to listen to me, under, explain the strategy, and then 10 minutes to do a little bit of writing. And we'll, we'll uh, have a post on the Facebook group so that after you've done your 10 minutes, or if you'd like to do more, you're welcome to. But if, after you've done a little try with the strategy, you can reflect and hear from other members in the group how it went for them as well. We'll take a, a week for a different mode and genre of writing. So the first week will be about writing fictional narratives. The second week will be a poetry week. The third will be a blog post or article week. We'll do a persuasive letter week. And then the last one will be an open genre or we'll focus a lot on reading like a writer. So if you want to just join for one of the weeks, like if you say to yourself, it's my goal to get better at teaching poetry, it's been neglected all year, I really want to focus on that, then you would just join in for the poetry week. But maybe some of you want to try uh, to join for all of the weeks. I will be. I'll be here. <laughs> um, because if you do that, you can start to notice what's the same across genres, what's different across genres. It'll help you really cement your understanding of different genres. And I think by going through the writing process multiple times... I think you'll have a better understanding of the process itself as well. And then, of course, not only will you practice your writing and be able to empathize with your students and be able to generate strategies of your own based on what you experience, but you'll have your demo text ready to go for next school year. So that's an added bonus. So that's the that's the general shape of the course. It sounds really easy. It sounds really low risk. And I think the beauty of doing this is you can do it anywhere. You can do it by the pool. You can do it if you're going on vacation somewhere. You can you can just do it anywhere. That is the idea. And in fact, I don't know where I'll be joining you from. I might be, <laughs> <laughs> I might be at the beach talking to you about how to create characters for your fictional narrative. I don't know. Uh, summer should be kind of free and easy. You might want to, you know, take your notebook outside and sit under a tree or join me with a, a summer beverage in your hand, whatever, whatever makes the most sense to you and however you're most comfortable. And I will not make you share your writing, but if you want to, you can. So maybe that whole, you know, vulnerability thing mm -hmm. is a little bit reduced for some people because no one's looking over your shoulder um, and no one's going to make you share it if you don't want to. I think there's so much value in just experiencing it and then talking about what worked for you, what didn't work for you, what other strategies you can think about based on it. And then to hear from colleagues as well, what other people did, I think will just add to all the different strategies you're going to bring into the classroom next year. So let's tackle some housekeeping stuff because we've gotten a couple of questions this week already about just sort of making it clear how Facebook groups work and things like that. So we're going to tag every one of the posts, summer writing camp for everyone who's in the Facebook group. We're also going to tag it writing strategies book. So if you're looking for these specific posts, we're going to pin them every day. Every time Jen does something, we're going to pin that post at the top. If for some reason you have trouble finding that, there's an uh, announcements tab on the side of the group, which you can also look there for all of the daily posts that Jen's going to do. So if you can't find it with the tags or the announcements, we'll be notified people as well. So every time you do something, Jen, people will most likely get a notification. If you're doing a Facebook Live, they might get a notification if it's just a post. So they should sort of be mindful of that and they should sort of do that. And then just sort of a little thing that kind of helps people on every Facebook post, every status post, to the right of every post within the group, there's a little drop down arrow. If you click on that drop down spot, you can hit the word following and that will notify you Every single time someone comments or posts within that thing in that thread so that you can get a notification about all that stuff. So if you're one of those people that just likes to put the word following in the comments, this sort of saves you from having to do that every time. That's just one more thing to make life a little bit easier for you. 
I think that's super helpful. Yeah. So it's almost like if you think about Facebook as like a big filing cabinet, our reading and writing strategies Facebook group is like a file inside of that. So you go <laughs> yeah. into the file and then within that are individual pages. Those are going to be our individual posts. So you can always find it there. We're not going to delete everything from the file. So it's always all there and you can follow it if you choose to with that drop down arrow. I don't think we mentioned this, Brett, but it's free. Did we mention that? We didn't. We should really make that loud and clear. <laughs> <laughs> We're not charging a thing for this. This no. is just my way of giving back to all the teachers who have with such enthusiasm embraced the writing strategies book. And I just wanted to offer this to all of you as a little give back over the summer. So no, no charge, join any time, drop in, drop out. But I hope you can commit to the whole summer because it'll be a lot of fun. And I've gotten a couple of questions from folks who are teaching summer school and they're worried they're going to miss some of the posts. You're not going to miss anything. It's all there when you want to get to it later in the day. That's OK, too. So if you are teaching summer school, no pressure. Come to it when you can. That's right. And I am also not committing to what time of day I'm going to be posting every day. Because, <laughs> you know, it's summer and some days I might want to sleep in or yeah. go to yoga in the morning or something like that. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, my, in my mind, my goal is that by midday, by lunchtime every day, I will offer the strategy of the day. That's Good. my hope. <laughs> All right. And we will have much more information coming up on the blog this week as well. So if you're hearing this podcast, do also check out blog.heinemann.com where we will be posting more information about everything we've just discussed, as well as, of course, in the Facebook group, you know, the Reading and Writing Strategies Facebook group, which you can get to from the Heinemann Publishing page or just search the Reading and Writing Strategies books. My thanks to Jen for her time today. Again, it's the Writing Strategies book that we'll be focusing on in the Reading and Writing Strategies Facebook book club. You can search for that on Facebook or just check out blog.heineman.com where we provided plenty of links. We've also linked to it on Facebook and Twitter. Jen has been tweeting about it at jcerevalo on Twitter. Or you can check out Heinemann.com and the Writing Strategies book for so much more. We'd love you to subscribe to the Heinemann podcast on iTunes and Google Play and anywhere else you subscribe to podcasts. We invite you to leave a comment or review. We're also now streaming on Stitcher and TuneIn radio apps. You can follow Heinemann on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as our various Facebook groups. We hope you'll join us for the Summer Writing Camp hosted by Jen Saravalo in the Writing Strategies book. Thanks for listening.